Welcome to Podcast, the business of dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. Podcast delivers the best business advice, real life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host. Hello, my name is Johnny Drury and welcome to this latest episode of Podcast. And today I'm delighted to say I'm joined by uh, Michael Copeland from Wesleyan Financial Services. Um, so thanks for your time, Michael. Uh, if you'd just like to explain your sort of job role and, and a little bit about what you do. Sure, Johnny. Uh, good, uh, good to see you. Um, so as you said, my name is Michael Copeland. I'm a senior area manager at Wesleyan. Um, so we're a specialist financial services provider. We look after doctors, dentists uh, and GPs. So um, I run a team who we are experts at dealing with, with doctors and dentists in terms of, of their financial planning. Um, I've been with Wesleyan now for just coming up 19 years, Johnny. So, uh, yeah, man and boy. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Well, today we're going to be focusing on on, on one topic, which is quite a, a wide ranging topic, but we'll try and make it as um, sort of concise as possible. And that's that's changes to, to public sector pensions and, and pension discrimination, which I know has been a hot topic across the public sector for quite a long time. Um, and it's something that, yeah. um, from our point of view, is, is going to be affecting NHS dentists. Can you just give us a, it's probably quite a hard topic to summarise, but just an overarching um picture of, of what's happened obviously i know it ended up with a with a court case for pension discrimination etc so what's what 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 what's the whole situation how did it all come about and and what came came from it really okay so so what happened johnny was um in april in april 2015 most of the public service sector pension schemes including the the nhs pension scheme were reformed um uh, now, those reforms included things like increasing the, the the scheme's normal pension age so that it was aligned to state retirement age, for example. Um, and uh, most members were moved across into what's what's called the new scheme. So the old scheme is, is generally referred to as the legacy scheme and the new scheme is, is, obvious, is, is generally referred to as the reformed scheme. Um, now, what happened within that was was they chose to put some protections in place to protect some members that were close to retirement uh, and, and, and just to kind of protect their benefits. So they, they brought in two levels of protection. Now, they brought in a full protection, um, which was designed for people who were within 10 years of retirement as of April 2012. It meant that those members wouldn't move across into the new scheme. Um, and then they bought in um, a tapered protection, which meant that if you were kind of within 10 and 13 and a half years of retirement, which was dependent on what age you were on the 1st of April 2012, you those people were going to move across at different but set dates, um, which were set between uh, April 15 and April 2022 into the new scheme. Now, the problem with that was it didn't take into account, Johnny, whether you would have been better off having been left in the old scheme or better off moving across into the new scheme. And then in December 2018, the Court of Appeal found that these transitional protections actually unlawfully discriminated against the younger members, um, particularly with the firefighter scheme, I seem to remember at the time. Um, but then what happened then in July 2019 
um, the government then accepted that the judgment applied to all the main public service uh, pension schemes, which included the NHS schemes. Um, and that judgment was is, is what we now know as the McLeod judgment. So that's kind of where we got to. Um, and then what the government had to do then, Johnny, was, was to come up with um, a solution to the problem. Um, which is kind of where we are now. So that's a bit of a of a journey of what happened and kind of where we've got to. I understand that people who who have got a public sector pension or an NHS pension may have you know a couple of choices going forward. Is, is am I right in thinking that? Yeah. So so initially, what happened um, when the when the government set um, their solution, they come up with a with a, a couple of solutions. Now, one was called an immediate choice solution. Um, and then one was called um, a deferred choice solution. Now, the immediate choice solution um, was where um, every, all the members are going to be sent out a pack uh, within 12 or 24 months after the 31st of March 2022. So not this month, but the 31st of March next year. Um, and they would have to make an immediate choice over whether they wanted to, for their benefits to be in the old scheme, the legacy scheme or the, the new scheme, the reform scheme. And then there's a deferred choice underpin, or, or it's been referred to as a DCU, where what that allows the members to do is to actually make the choice when they access the benefits. So initially, there was going to be these, these, these kind of two choices. What's happened since then, Johnny, is that uh, they've had a further look at this, and it looks likely that, that the... Uh, that legislation is going to be implemented to to in, in, implement the deferred choice underpin. Now, what that might do, and again, we're just waiting for clarity around this, is it might move that date of the 31st of March 2022 almost back um, to uh, kind of October 2023. So it gives them a little bit more time um, to make sure that, that they kind of get all the calculations and all the recommendations right. So initially yes there was the immediate choice or the deferred choice it is highly highly likely that they are absolutely going to go with the deferred choice option so that's that's kind of where you need to focus if you're looking at this that's where you need to focus your energies and and, and focus any kind of research that you do yeah and that brings on us nicely on to the next question i suppose with a lot of these things you know dentists and, and people in the medical profession you know will be looking for the the information of how it how it will impact me and the breakdown of that, so to speak, because it's you know as you can imagine, you know uh, it's probably quite complicated for for some to sort of grasp. So what you know what would be the main changes if, if for example, I was an NHS dentist and my pension was being moved? What what are, what are the, the headline changes that that I would expect with this um, this change in pensions? So there's a few things. So if I if if you're a dentist and you're you know you you've got to focus on retirement, Johnny. There's a few things that you need to take into account. So for example, under the old legacy scheme, there's actually two sections of the old element scheme of the old legacy scheme. There's what's called the 1995 uh, scheme, and there's the 2008 scheme. And then under the new uh, reform scheme, there's the 2015 scheme. Now each of those have different benefits, and each of those accrue benefits differently so the 1995 scheme for example the normal retirement age of that scheme is 60 um, the normal retirement age of the 2008 scheme is 65 and the normal retirement age of the 2015 scheme is whatever your state pension 
uh, ages. So that could be anything from kind of 66 up to 70. So it's absolutely key that you've actually got a vision of, of, of where you're going and where you want to be, because that will fundamentally and radically affect where it's best for you to build up benefits, because there's no point you going, well, I'll just carry on building benefits up in the 2015 scheme if you want to retire at 60, because what that will do, in effect, if your normal retirement age of that scheme is, say, 68, and you start accessing scheme benefits at 60, you're going to take a massive actuarial hit on your pension. So it's absolutely vital that you've got this kind of vision of what your retirement looks like and where you want to go so that we can do some real accurate projections and look at what your NHS benefits are going to look like, Johnny, because built into that, there's things like, what about annual allowance? You know, you might have been affected by annual allowance. You might have even paid some annual allowance tax charges, which... If you transferred some of the membership back to the to the old scheme, to the legacy scheme, those annual allowance charges might be reduced or even completely reversed. There might be lifetime allowance considerations that the guys need to, to take into account and the impact that that's going to potentially have on benefits. Um, there's the impact of potentially using scheme pays to pay any of the annual allowance tax charges. And again, the shorter the period of time there is that, that the scheme has paid that, then the shorter period of time there is for interest to have accrued on that on that debt. It also impacts on things like um, ill health pension. It impacts on things like you know, what level spouse's pension is paid at and, and things like what level dependents' pension benefits are paid at. So if ever there was something we say this all the time in financial services it's not a one size fits all but if there ever was an absolutely true definition of something that is really not a one size fits all this is it because it will be different if you want to retire at 58 or if you want to retire at 60 or 62 or 64 whenever that is it's going to be completely unique for everybody so fundamentally Johnny you need to know you need to have a vision of where you want to be in terms of your retirement and what your retirement wants to look like and then absolutely you want to get a, a complete understanding of, of what your NHS benefits will look like at, at, at that given age and understand what your options options are to to, 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 to capitalize on those benefits and try and find what People always want to know what the sweet spot is for retirement, and that's really what the guys are looking for. So it's really complex. And that's, you know, I'm guessing where you guys at Wesley and Financial Services come in with all your expertise. Is is this um, an issue that is very much high on the agenda of a lot of the, the dentists that you're dealing with at the moment? Absolutely. Um, so we're getting a lot of focus on this at the moment. Um you know the legislation and the pro and the proposal are complex um, at Wesleyan. You know we we absolutely believe, Johnny, that the earlier that you understand your, your your pension benefits and and the kind of related financial considerations, the earlier you can make those those decisions. Um, what we've done from Wesleyan, we've we've spent uh, a lot of time and invested some money in developing some really bespoke calculators. Um, and we've developed a new service that sits alongside our uh, our general financial planning service. And it's designed for dentists who do need that more uh, in-depth assessment of, of the wider pension planning. 
we can run for, for our dental clients now. We can run an NHS pension report, and it is completely bespoke, Johnny. It is absolutely tailored to each individual client, and it gives them absolute clarity of 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 what their pension benefits are, and and as I said earlier, all the all the kind of related financial considerations, and the, the service that we that we believe that we offer to our dental clients. It's almost a hand-holding service of you know, let's let's take you guys by the hand and let's walk you right through to your retirement. And that includes things like, you know, we can help you with your AWH or your AW8Ps. Um, and we can, you know, we can help you through that whole process, really, so that you know, the decisions that you make are the right decisions for you. Because a lot, of, a lot, if not all of the decisions, Johnny, that you make when you reach retirement age, once you've made those decisions, they're irreversible. You can't. You can't unpick them, so you need them to be right. So we're absolutely um, committed uh, to helping our clients um, get these decisions right. And just um, just finally, you know, an awful lot of, of good advice in, in that sort of short section. If there was, um, just sort of stripping it back, if there was a dentist out there now, which I'm sure there probably is, um, and hopefully listen to this podcast, who were, who were worried about this but hadn't asked for any advice or wasn't sure what to do, you know, what would, what would you be telling them? What what would your advice be to them in terms of what action should they take? Uh, I'm bound to say this anyway, aren't I? But absolutely book a review with one of my financial consultants. So, um, you know, my financial consultants are expert at dealing with, with dentists. They understand dental clients. They, un- they understand you, you guys and, and your career paths. They understand how you get paid. They know the NHS pension scheme inside out and they can walk you through step by step the process of you um, stopping working and moving across into retirement. Uh, We don't charge for our initial consultations. So all of our financial consultants are salaried consultants. So we don't charge you um, for an initial meeting. As I say, we have designed, Johnny, this new service that sits alongside our general uh, service that we provide. And this is an additional um, service that you pay a fee for. But the initial uh, sit down consultations are free. If you don't know how to get on to uh, get in touch with one of our financial consultants, go to our website, uh, www.wesley.co.uk. You'll see on the website, there's a section there where it says just find your consultant. So you can put your postcode in there. It will give you the contact details, email address and telephone number. If your local consultant, get in touch, book a financial review. It's absolutely free, Johnny. There's absolutely no obligation whatsoever, um, but it will set you on the road um, to understanding and starting to work towards your retirement. So that would be my number one piece of advice. Sit down with an expert, get expert advice, and then use that as a springboard to go from there. That's great. Well, thank you very much for that, Michael. You know that was very, uh, very comprehensive, and, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who will take a, a lot out of a lot out of what you said on what on what we've um, what we've described as you know a very serious issue for a lot of NHS dentists. So thanks for your time, Michael, and thanks for everyone out there for listening to this latest episode of podcast.